the home of Arizona Diamondbacks baseball. 98.7 FM, Arizona's sports station. Diamondbacks front office focus with Wolf and Luke. Yeah, we are closing in on opening day for the D-backs. It is two weeks from tomorrow, Wolf, April 7th. Two weeks from tomorrow. Come on, man. Bring it on. I love the smell of pine tar in the morning. They've got uh, San Francisco in Scottsdale today for a spring training game at 1 o'clock. Joining us right now is their senior VP and assistant GM, Amiel Sade, to talk about the D-backs here a couple weeks ahead of opening day. Amiel, thank you for the time today. Um, I know it's early. I know it's early in spring training even, so it's not even the season. But uh, but what are your your thoughts here? What are you looking for as we we close in on the first game of the year? Well, I mean, obviously, uh, thanks for having me, guys. It's uh, it's been a long time and uh, feels uh, good. Long off season, but <laughs> excited to hear your voice, Wolf. <laughs> hey, listen, <laughs> um, talk to me a little bit about the lockout in regard to what was your day like? What 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 did you fill your days with while the lockout was going on? Yeah, I mean, I, I I think the good thing about what we do is there's still a lot of other things that we can uh, attack. There was still amateur scouting. The draft was still, you know, still going to happen. There was international scouting. Um, our minor leaguers, we we brought a bunch of minor leaguers up here for mini camps, so there was, there was some planning around that. Um, and then, you know, we we spent some. We we actually did a bunch of off season projects looking at. Um, not just, you know, potential trade acquisitions, free agent acquisitions, but kind of how this team is going to be built in the future. So we, there, was, there was a lot of under-the-hood stuff and infrastructure stuff that we were able to tackle, too. Um, so we kept pretty busy. Um, yeah, when you, you talk about the prospects, I mean, in the division you guys are in with the Dodgers, who are obviously willing to spend any ridiculous amount of money, and other good teams in that division, too, is that, in your mind, the best way to attack this division is to do it mostly with homegrown talent? Yeah, I think everybody would want to do that. I mean, I think that's the goal for almost every team is try to um, – you know, build from within because I, you know, obviously there's there's a sense of satisfaction when you see your own player get up and and um, and then from a financial aspect, it's a it's a much easier way to go about business uh, because you know those young players are more affordable when they're before they get to free agency. So, um, yeah, I mean, I I think one of the things that we we're starting to see is some of these young players get their you know take a little bit of their lumps in the big leagues and um, and now turn into you know, everyday guys. And, um, and and we saw that with Dalton Varsho last year. Um, and, you know, in the second half, he obviously turned the corner and was one of the better players in, in, um, in, in baseball. And so I think we're going to start to see some of those young players that, um, that we've heard about, but they're all going to start to make their way to the big leagues and, and they're dynamic and athletic group. And, and it's going to be pretty exciting. Amiel, I know that it's still early, okay, and I know what that means and all that that portends. Yet, having said that, has anybody caught your eye? Who looks good? Yeah, it is pretty early. (laughs) (laughs) You know, I think, um, uh, look, spring training is a tough place to evaluate. You know, a lot of of these guys coming out of the shoot, we're just starting to see starting pitchers take their first turn in a rotation. Um, But, you know, just touching on it. I mean, Carson, Carson's had some really good at bats is he, um, you know, it's, it's going to be exciting to see. Obviously he had a, he was unable to stay healthy for, um, you know, getting hit by a pitch a couple times. And, um, 
you know, he's at Walker. Um, I mean, obviously, like we've seen a few games, but even on the backfield and live BP, he's been he's been hammering the ball. So there there are a bunch of guys I think that obviously we've we, we're pretty excited about, but but we're I have four or five games in, so it's it's pretty tough to tell. Talking to uh, D back senior VP and assistant GM Amiel Sade. Amiel, we had uh, Josh Rojas on last week, and he he talked about how you know the 2020 year with the spring training starting, and then everything getting stopped for a while, you know, maybe kind of threw him off a little bit because it was so unique. Do you get a sense that maybe that was that was probably something a lot of young players around the league had to deal with, and we may see development kind of get back on track here now going forward? Yeah, I think that's a good point. I mean, it's, especially as a young player, it's the it's hard for any player to take a year off, um, but it, but but it's probably even uh, you know triply harder for a young player to take a year off because uh, routine matters, and 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 that COVID year was a was obviously a year that was uh, um, fractured. So you know they they were able to get out and play, and whether it was at the alt site or play the sixty games here, but it was really hard for them to develop correctly. And I do think that um, playing a full season last year. Getting there, you know, just getting their feet underneath them. I think that really matters, um, and and hopefully we'll see some steps forward from some of our young players. Amiel, what do you think will be the strength of this team when you open up on April seventh? Uh, that's a good question. I mean, it's hard to say. I mean, I hope I hope our team's pretty balanced, and um, in many ways, I hope that um, we we've always I, when, when the D backs teams that were good since we've been here have played really good defense. And and I believe that that will be um, and Tory's a big believer of that too. I, I believe that's a calling card for Tory. And um, you know we hope that that uh, you know we weren't as great of as good of a defensive team last year. Um, we had some players playing in positions that maybe you know they they weren't typically used to playing, and some of it was due to injuries. I I think the defense will be a big part of it. Um, and and look, I think. Um, just uh, improving our pitching staff and our and our bullpen um, is is going to be something that's integral for this uh, for this team and I and I do think that that's an area where um, we've pushed the ball forward a little bit um, both you know just some infrastructure uh, changes and also um, getting guys another year under their belt. Yeah, one of those guys. I mean, you, you add Zach Davies. He is coming off, you know, not his best year last year, but prior to that, he was a pretty pretty solid pitcher for uh, for the Padres and then and Milwaukee. Where do you see somebody like him fitting in and with uh, with the rest of your pitchers? Yeah, I mean, obviously, we hope he's out here competing for a rotation spot, and um, we faced him a few times in 2020, and he he absolutely dominated us, and he's he's been. Um, prior to, to last year, he's, he has been a ball of consistency and, um, and, and an area where I think we, we could use – I think every team can use pitching depth, um, but we can continue to build pitching depth. Um, you know, we, we, we just got him. Uh, excited to see him. We think there's some things that we can help, um, help him with. Um, and, and obviously we're excited to see what his uh, – he's a big change-up guy, and we're, we're excited to see what his repertoire looks like. Talk to me a little bit about Luke Weaver and what do you think Luke Weaver needs to do to get all of the ability and the goodness that he has out of his ability and his talent? What do you think he's got to do to do that, Amiel? Yeah, I mean, Luke has some of the best stuff on our pitching staff, and he needs to stay healthy. And that's um, and I think Luke will tell you that, too. I think just the, it's obviously frustrating for him. He uh, In 2019, he was pitching – extremely well and then and then obviously went down and then and um and then last year uh, i think he was 
he was starting to turn the corner a little bit and then and then goes down again. And so I, Luke just needs to stay healthy. His stuff is really good. Um, he's made some some minor adjustments. Um, I think when you see Luke at his best, he can run his fastball up in the zone at 97 and um, and mix in his uh, you know a breaking ball and, and a changeup. And I think he's he knows how to pitch. He can he can command the ball to both sides of the plate. He just he needs to stay on the field. And I think that's a that's a big part of um, probably his off season. And and hopefully we see that Luke Weaver pitching taking the ball 30 starts. Amiel, we appreciate the time. Good luck this season. Thank you, Amiel. All right. Thanks, guys.